أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم وبه نستعين اللهم يسر ولا تعسر رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقه قولي اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما رب زدنا علما اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد اللهم بارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وإثنك الله سبحانه وتعالى for giving us opportunity to continue with our journey preparation um, for Ramadan we spoke about many things in the previous lessons to get our mindset prepare us towards the month of Ramadan to be able to achieve the goal the main purpose of the month of Ramadan today we're going to look at or we're going to ask those questions on why Ramadan what is the reason behind it we have people in the previous week we made mention that uh, people doing things that are not good whenever you try to advise them when they are not praying they say inshallah if Ramadan comes I will start being nice I will start being good but the idea here is what is for Ramadan what is Ramadan coming with that people want to wait until Ramadan before they start doing good in our previous lessons we drew our attention on very important points in the month of Ramadan we attain piety our deeds are rewarded multiples so the other months that are not Ramadan we need to do more good deeds to be able to at least catch up but when we relax not doing good at all waiting for Ramadan what of if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not make us among those that will be alive to witness the month of Ramadan so we have to remember the concept of the fuqaha that goes like wala yahillu likulli baligin ay akhira tawbah it is not accepted or acceptable for any person who has reached the age of puberty to delay tawbah whatever you're doing that is not right quick rush in seeking for forgiveness always as the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam said follow the evil deeds with good deeds and those good deeds will wipe it so when we have some things that we do that are not good we need to always remember delayance waiting for a specific part of the year or time of the year will not help us so this is very important now 
Why did Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ask us to fast? We want to quickly connect this because unfortunately today Muslims will fast because they want to go on diet. Muslims are fasting because doctors said there's a benefit. Muslims are fasting because scientists said they're going to have some sort of uh, benefit out of it. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when he told us to do something, as Muslims, we are not in the state of questioning why does Allah want us to do something. More or less, when it came to fasting, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala himself told us the purpose and the reason behind fasting. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, Ya ayyuhal ladheena amanu, Kutiba alaykum usiyamu kama kutiba ala ladheena min qablikum, la'allakum tattakoon. O you who believe, we have prescribed fasting unto you, as we did to the nations before you, la'allakum tattakoon, so that you may attain piety. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling us, the reason behind fasting is for us to attain piety. We need to develop our iman through the fasting. So now, when you are changing your intention of fasting, you are going to lose the reward of fasting. Because Allah is telling you fast. For fasting, you will attain piety. And you are saying that, I'm going in the month of Ramadan so that I can lose weight. I'm going in the month of Ramadan because the doctor said there's a benefit in it. Now you are changing the intention of fasting. It's very important. Never twist things. Do it because Allah asks you to do it. We are the Ummah that we have the idea of Sama'an wa Ta'a. We listen and obey. We hear what Allah says. We obey, we don't change, we don't bring any opinion to that. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this verse in Surah Al-Baqarah has indeed told us the purpose behind the fasting. And for your information, we are not the first nation. We are not the first that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded us to fast. In other words, Fasting has been some way, channel, in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala increases the iman of his servants. Even before we came to existence. That is why he said, كَمَا كُتِبَ عَلَى الَّذِينَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ As we prescribe to the nations before you, to those who came before you, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you may attain piety. The Prophet ﷺ, in this regard, he said regarding fasting, إِذَا جَاءَ رَمَضَانَ فُتِحَتْ أَوْ فُتِحَتْ أَبْوَابُ الْجَنَّةِ When Ramadan comes, when is the month of Ramadan? The doors of Jannah are open for those who are always connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. When Ramadan comes, 
people who understood they have a merciful creator Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala shows in his ways how he is going to reward them bless them because of fasting in the month of Ramadan so the Prophet sallallahu alaihi said إِذَا جَاءَ رَمَضَانِ فُتِحَتْ أَبْوَابُ الْجَنَّةِ وَغُلِقَتْ أَبْوَابُ النَّارِ When Ramadan comes, the doors of Jannah are open and the doors of Jahannam are closed. So for those who do not have any hope, they understood that at least Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has opened a channel, a window, for them to be blessed. Not only that, those that have weak iman, those that always say shaitan is the reason, the Prophet said, Wasufidati shayateen. In another narration, it will say, Wasulsilati shayateen, which means, and the shayateen, those who come and mislead you, they will be chained. So you are given freedom to connect more with Allah and worship Allah in the month of Ramadan. So we are opening ourselves. We are connecting with Allah, looking at these blessings that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us. The Prophet is trying to draw our attention more on this nature, how we get the reward how we get this forgiveness he said an abi hurairah radiyallahu anhu anna rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam qala as-salawatu al-khams wal-jum'atu ila al-jum'ati kaffaratun lima baynahun and it went on and said wal-ramadan ila ramadan so our five daily prayer in between them and one Friday to the other, in between them, any sins that we commit are that are minor. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala continue to forgive us through the deeds that we do in chains. As long as we stay away from kabair, major sins. So in this, brothers and sisters in faith, we are looking at Ramadan as a fertile land we are going to invest in a business where the land is considered really nothing to worry about but germination will take place so it's up to us how much we're going to plant it's up to you how much you're going to plant it's up to you whether you're going to have varieties of plants it's up to you whether you're going to concentrate on just one plant, it's up to you to look at the opportunity given to you. How much you can do to attain the reward. In a nutshell, when we look at this, what we're trying to say here is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brought the month of Ramadan to bless us. He brought the month of Ramadan to reward us. He brought the month of Ramadan to increase our reward. He brought the month of Ramadan to increase our Iman. Because according to your Iman, 
That is how you are being assessed. You can pray one prayer, hundreds of people in the same masjid, everyone will get different reward according to their iman. We are all behind one imam. But I have more concentration than you. No, you have more iman in Allah than me. That means that your reward will be better than mine. So when Ramadan comes, Allah gives you the opportunity for your iman to be increased. When the iman is increased, that means your deeds will be accepted and the reward will be multiplied because you are coming in front of Allah with full yaqeen, with full iman. The Prophet said, Man saama Ramadana imanan wahtisaba gufira lahu ma taqaddam min dhambi. Whoever fasts in the month of Ramadan, imanan with sincere belief, Allah says when we fast in the month of Ramadan, he is going to increase our iman. The Prophet said, if Ramadan comes, the door of Jannah are open, the doors of Jahannam are closed, Shaitan has been chained, so we got opportunity. Allah forgives us, mostly in the month of Ramadan. The angels are seeking for forgiveness for us. So when we stood in the month of Ramadan, we have that certainty, we have that yaqeen, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, When you are asking Allah, have the certainty, have the belief that you are being answered. So when we came to Ramadan, we have all this certainty, we have this yaqeen, we have this belief, and the Prophet is saying, Man Ramadana Whoever fasts in the month of Ramadan with full belief, with full iman, wahtisaba, and also having all their hopes from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, gufira lahu ma taqaddama min dhambi. Allah will forgive the previous sins. Allah will forgive their previous sins. So imagine when Allah forgives you. Imagine when you are now clean. Imagine when you get the opportunity, free slate to start afresh, apart from the piles of reward, your bad deeds are gone. Imagine yourself in this situation. Fasting is amazing. Fasting is something else. Fasting is a way, it's a door, it's an, it's an action that wallahi, if Allah is to open the doors for us to see the reality of fasting, we will wish every single day of the year is the month of Ramadan. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said regarding fasting, all the deeds, all the actions of children of Adam is this, in the sawma, except fasting, for innahu li wa ana Except fasting, for the, indeed, Fasting is mine, and I'm the one who give reward for fasting. Imagine the sincerity when you fast, knowing that you are going to leave what is considered halal for you. You leave your drinking water, you leave your daily food for the sake of Allah. You can understand what we call the training ground. If you can leave what is halal for the sake of Allah, why can't you leave what is haram? So the action of leaving what is halal for you in your life 
Those are what helps you to be able to stay away from what is haram. And when you do that, when you do this action, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only one that rewards. And the Prophet sallallahu alayhi is saying regarding fasting, Fasting is a shield that protects you. Fasting is a shield that protects you. It's a, it's, it's a protector that protects you from Jahannam. Because of that, because of that, for you not to lose this reward, for you not to use this, not to lose this protection, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is saying, إِذَا كَانَ يَوْمُ صَوْمُ أَحَدُكُمْ فَلَا يَرْفُثْ وَلَا يَسْخَبْ فَإِنَّ فَإِنْ سَبَّهُ أَحَدٌ أَوْ قَاتَلَهُ فَلْيَقُولْ إِنَّ مُرِئٍ صَائِمٌ When a, a one of you fasts, not bad language, should not use bad language, should not say things that are not accepted, should not do things that are haram, if someone even insults you or trying to start a fight, tell them, I am a fasting person. I am fasting. Because of fasting, I am not going to do anything in return. This is taking us to the meaning of fasting linguistically. The meaning of fasting linguistically means, as some will say, Ali Imsak, that is for one to hold on to something, not to do things that are not accepted. We saw in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is telling uh, Maryam when she had the baby, going to the people, when they ask you a question, tell them you are fasting, which means you are not talking to them today. So when you are fasting, someone try to bring a fight, tell them I am fasting. And for that matter, I don't have time to do or to act or to do things that are not accepted. Now, all this when we look at that, we are trying to understand the blessings that are in the month of Ramadan. And the Prophet Sallallahu is saying, وَالَّذِي نَفْسِ I swore by the one that does my soul in his hands, my soul is in his hands, the smell, the sourness, of the mouth of a fasting person is better in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala than the smell of what? Al-Misk. This draw our attention when Musa alayhi salam was asked by Allah to fast. He fast for 30 days. When it came to Yawm al-Miqat, the day that he's going to have communication with Allah, he decided I have been fasting for so many days. I have some smell that will not be good. He went and brushed his teeth to clean his mouth before talking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah is telling you, Musa, I am more happier than that sourness of your mouth than you brushing it. Go and add 10 more days. This to the ummah of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi has been taken. We don't have that burden. You can have chewing stick to brush your teeth all day in the month of Ramadan. As long as nothing goes down your throat, your fasting is accepted. In this, we're looking when you fast. When a person fasts, 
He has two types of joy. One, when you finish fasting, there is this happiness of finishing the fast. There is this joy of the day of Eid. And also the day you meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has a specific door of Jannah that will not be open except for those who fast. So if you look at that, respected brothers and sisters, what else do you want if not to take advantage of the month of Ramadan? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asks you to fast. Not eating or drinking or sexual intercourse does not make any change in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It's for you to train yourself. But when you fast and you spend your time watching movies all day, how do you connect this fasting when you are told This is the month in which Quran was sent down. Wouldn't you take advantage and recite the Quran more in the month of Ramadan? Wouldn't you take advantage to understand the Quran more in the month of Ramadan? Wouldn't you take advantage to act upon the commandment of Allah in the month of Ramadan? Wouldn't you take advantage to make lots of zikr in the month of Ramadan? Wouldn't you take advantage to ask Allah to forgive you more in the month of Ramadan? Why will you spend your time and energy instead of asking Allah's forgiveness? You rather sit there and then watch movie all day. How shaitan mislead us? Even if you go to the Muslim world today, as we sit down here counting the days of Ramadan, appearing in front of our eyes. Go to all Middle East, check the channels of TV. They started advertising movies that will go in the month of Ramadan. Our mind is being taken away from the reality. Our conscience is being polluted with dunya. We are fasting, not eating, not drinking, but that sits we don't have anything between us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. How, what, what, where is the fasting? So we need to start looking at reality. The month of Ramadan is the month we can change and become better Muslims. Allah created us to worship him. We, let, we sat down here and analyzed our timing the 24 hours a day, how much do we spend in worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Not much. And this is another opportunity. Ramadan has come. The doors are open. No laziness. Shaitan has been chained. Get the reward and then you relax, watch a movie all day. Wasting your time? We need to rectify this. Because the Prophet ﷺ told us, مَنْ لَمْ يَدَعْ قَوْلَ الزُّورِ وَلَعَمَلُ بِهِ وَلَجَهْلُ فَلَيْسَ لِلَّهِ هَاجَعْ فِي أَنْ يَدَعْ طَعَامُهُ وَشَرَابُ Whoever does not give up forged speech, evil action, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not interested in you not eating or drinking. So you can see the fasting is supposed to be not just for eating and drinking, but our attitudes need to change. The games we play, let's put them aside. 
And necessary things that we do, let's put them aside. The books that we read that are not religious, put them aside. The movies that we watch, put them aside. Now bring Allah into your life. Read more Quran. Do more dhikr. Connect with Allah. See this habit. Make it in a way. Every single day, you have a portion of Quran you're going to read. You have the dhikr you're going to do. You have the tasbih you're going to do. Look at the ways in which you can give charity in this month. When all these come together, create the habit every single day. This is what I'm doing. So that after Ramadan, you can keep the habit. In this, we go to that famous scholar, Imam Ghazali. Who is saying fasting can be divided into three categories? We have fasting that is umum for all general fasting. General fasting, remember we spoke about our iman, the level of your iman, the level of your reward. Imam Ghazali said we have the general fasting, which is what all Muslims believe in. And that is eating and drinking. Sexual intercourse spoil that fasting. That is the iman of the general, the mass. But then we have the believers. Those who have iman. They for them in their side. It's not about just eating and drinking only. They went further and said, if we are fasting, our eyes has to fast. If we are fasting, our ears has to fast. If we are fasting, our nose has to fast. If we are fasting, our mouth has to fast. If we are fasting, our hands has to fast. If we are fasting, our legs have to fast. If we are fasting, all the body has to be fasting. So for that matter, if we are to say things, if we are to look at things, if we are to listen, should be everything in their life. You can see the difference between their Iman and the Iman of the general public. So these people, Imam Ghazali said, their fasting is their khas, our khusus. And then the third group, which is khususul khusus, our khas al khas. This group is not about eating and drinking only. It's not about their hands, their mouth, their eyes, their nose. It's not about that. For them, it is Obvious. Why would I be fasting and my hands do something else? My hands has to take action. Either I'm using it to open the book of Allah, reading, or I'm using the hands, giving charity, or I'm using the hands, counting my tasbih, because it is a month of what? Worship. So every part of my body needs to take some action. But they went further and said, when we say we are fasting, and our hearts can think of something apart from Allah a minute by that itself it spoil our fasting why will I say I'm fasting and my heart can think of something else so to them even their heart need to be fully connected with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so you can see our levels and if you know this you will understand how depending on your iman your reward goes in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. These are the maratib of Islam. We have the general, which are Muslims, and some things 
Allah knows Muslims are struggling with that. So he does not call them to do. Then he'll call believers, mu'minun. Some things, even the mu'minun, they are a bit slack on that. Then Allah will be dealing with muqsinun, which is those who are in perfection. That is how the steps of Islam is. Look, when the Arabs came to the Prophet and said, Yamu, we have, we have Iman. In Surah Al-Hujarat, we have Iman. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sent a verse to tell them, No, bal kulu aslamna. Say we have submitted because Iman has not yet entered your heart. So we want to ask ourselves, in which group are we? Are we in the group who we only care about eating and drinking? That is what fasting is all about. Or we want to go further and see how best can we connect with the general mass of the society, community. How can we engage? How can we create something good? How can we create something that will fetch more reward? We have all this choice to make. If you are preparing for Ramadan, choose which will be better for you. The Prophet said regarding this, most people in the month of Ramadan, their reward in the month of Ramadan or the benefit they get in the month of Ramadan is just hunger and thirst. Most people, the night prayer they will do in the month of Ramadan the only thing they get out of it is lack of sleep. Because the other things that they need to take into consideration in their life still continues. They did not care about that. That is why Sayyidina Umar was saying, Sayyidina Umar is saying, fasting is not just about eating and drinking only, but lies you need to avoid that anything that is haram you need to avoid that wasting of time allah we wasting of time in all aspects islam does not agree with that when we do this when we understand islam and understand ramadan in this nature going back to what allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said we're going to benefit from the month of Ramadan. And that is, we are going to attain piety. We are requesting, engaging the public. We are engaging the brothers and sisters who will be fasting, inshallah, to start putting a scale. Start putting a scale, assessing your Iman throughout the month of Ramadan. Because Allah said, when you fast, you will attain piety. Now start assessing yourself. Because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talk about those who have iman and praise them in the Quran. Those who believe and they get tranquility in their hearts with the remembrance of Allah. Indeed, with the remembrance of Allah, the heart get tranquility. So increase your remembrance of Allah. Subhanallah wa bihamdih. Subhana rabbiyal azim. La ilaha illallah. 
Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa ali Muhammad wa sallim. All this adhkar, do lots of this in your life, especially when Ramadan comes. Astaghfirullah, astaghfirullah wa atubu ilayk. Read the Quran as much as you can. Ponder over the meaning of the Quran. Act upon it. Because when you do that, your heart starts getting tranquility. And Allah praise those people. When Allah's name is mentioned, you can see they've had the tranquility in their heart. When you are able to find yourself in this environment, now start putting the scales out. One of the scales we're going to look at today is the Prophet ﷺ said, لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يحب لأخيه ما يحب لنفسه. None of you will be a believer. None of you will be a believer. حتى يحب لأخيه until he loves for his brother ما يحبه لنفسه أو ما يحب لنفسه. None of you will be a believer until you love your for your brother what you love for yourself. If you want to have a best of cars, wish for your brother to have the same. If you want to have the best of house, wish for your brother to have the same. If you want to have the best of spouse, wish for your brother to have the same. Anything good that you want to have for yourself, wish for your fellow brother to have the same. Wish for your sister to have the same. Wish for anyone that is around you to have the same. And if you can check in your heart in the month of Ramadan, there is jealousy, there is hatred. For someone to get something good that you want to get in your life but you don't want someone to get then ask yourself am i getting the iman because it's part of iman for me to be able to wish others get something good that i have or something good that i'm looking forward to you will not be a believer that is what the prophet said you cannot become a believer until you love for your brother what you love for yourself Ramadan is to increase your iman. Assess yourself and see if you have achieved this. Jealousy will say goodbye to you. Number two, scale number two that we're going to put across tonight. The Prophet ﷺ said, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir, fal yuhsin ila jari, aw fal yukrimu jara. Whoever believes in Allah believes in the day of Qiyamah that definitely Allah exists one day this world will come to an end there is going to be judgment people will be penalized for doing bad things people will be rewarded for doing good things you believe in this show it by taking care of your neighbor being nice to your neighbor respecting your neighbor it did not say your muslim neighbor your non no your neighbor should feel comfortable in your company that is what islam says that is one of the scales of assessing your iman ask yourself if i woke up for fajr does that mean i don't care i just need to be making noise disturbing the neighborhood i have a birthday party so I want to make sure that we disturb everyone because we are partying. We're going to park in front of the neighbor's house. No one cares. Is that the type of neighbor you are? Or you are the one who when you don't see your neighbor after some days, you knock their door and say, hey, it's been a while. How are you doing? 
It is part of your Iman. Assess your Iman in this way. The Prophet ﷺ said, Whoever believed, If you believe in Allah, you believe on the day of Qiyamah, respect, respect, and look after your guests. Your guests we're talking about. It is very important. It is a topic by itself, but we're not going into that. وَمَنْ كَانَ يُؤْمِنُ بِاللَّهِ وَالْيَوْمِ الْآخِرِ فَلْيَكُلْ خَيْرًا أَوْ لِيَسْمُتُ Whoever believes in Allah and the day of Qiyamah should say good or keep quiet. Start assessing yourself. The words that come out of your mouth. Start assessing yourself. Do you think? Do you check? Do you analyze this word that come out of my mouth how is the other person going to feel? That is how you check your Iman. You can be a living angel among your people because you always give them the due respect. You avoid hurting them because you have Iman. And that is how we go about. The Prophet ﷺ said, when one of the companions came to him and said, Ya Rasulallah, I'll see you. Advise me. The Prophet said, Do not get angry. This guy continued multiple times. He wants more advice. The Prophet continued telling him, If whatever situation happened, do not get angry. For indeed, when you get angry, anything that you do will be something that you will be what? Disappointed in yourself. When you are able to avoid being angry, you will be rewarded with Jannah. And that take us to the companion of the Prophet The Prophet was sitting with the companions and he said, if you want to see a person going to Jannah, walking on the surface of the earth, look at this direction. A man appeared. After some days, the Prophet ﷺ made mention of the same thing. The same person appeared. Ibn Umar, he decided to visit this guy and see what does he do extraordinary. He lived in his house for some days and he asked, what do you do extraordinary? Because this is the witness that the Prophet ﷺ has given about you. And he said, Wallahi, at any given time, before I go to sleep, I check within myself Anyone that have wronged me, I make sure I've forgiven that person sincerely between myself and Allah before I go to bed. I've never gone to bed with the hatred of any individual. So here we are. The Prophet ﷺ is telling us, don't be angry. The last part we're going to talk about, which is, of course, the last hadith I'm going to use as our scale of assessing our iman is, the Prophet ﷺ is saying, مِنْ حُسْنِ الْإِسْلَامِ الْمَرْئِ تَرْكُهُ مَا لَا It is in the best of one's Islam to leave what does not concern them. Don't be interested in people's life. Don't be interested trying to dig in and see what people do in their life. Try to avoid looking at people's secret to talk about. 
try to avoid looking for people's mistakes to talk, to talk about. For indeed, you doing that shows that you are not a good Muslim. Because the Prophet said, you have to stay away from what does not concern you. And of course, with all this, we will end up asking ourselves, as human, we make mistake. When you make mistake, that is not the end of the world. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given you opportunity to always come back and repent. So we need to understand every children of Adam, every child of Adam is someone who make mistake. But the best among us, as the Prophet sallallahu said, is at tawabun those who repent. So all this that we made mention, if we couldn't do as much as we can, let's repent more to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With that, inshaAllah, we will be among those that will succeed. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for us and give us opportunity to practice what we've learned. Ala usalli wa usallim ala rasulina Muhammad. Subhana rabbika rabbil izzati amma yasifun. Wa salamun ala al-mursaleen. Walhamdulillahi rabbil alameen. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. I hope you enjoyed and gained something from this episode. If you did, please share this video or audio wherever you can. If you'd like to follow the rest of our Ramadan series, please subscribe to our channel on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. If you also want to help us realize our objective and better our content, you can donate by visiting www.amixa.org donate. That is www.amixa.org donate. Thank you.